Hello, everybody, and welcome to my first episode of Quarter Life Crazy with your favorite giraffe, aka Amy Manson. On this podcast, we talk about what it feels like to be in your mid-20s to early 30s trying to navigate your way through life. Let's not lie, it's not easy in 2020. On this episode, we are talking to Jay Jackson about his relationship with alcohol. So some of us are highly addictive and some of us don't drink at all. We want to talk to Jay about that middle ground of trying to do better with your relationship with alcohol, but at the same time still wanting to enjoy yourself. I feel like there's a lot of us somewhere stuck between. Enjoy. Hey, Jay. (laughs) Hey, babe. How are you? I'm so good. Happy to be here. (laughs) Thanks for joining. (laughs) So tell me a little bit about yourself, Jay, like a Tinder profile. Okay. uh, So my name is Jonathan Jackson. I'm half Filipino, half American. I am a photographer based in Bali. And like you said, I'm your soulmate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I'm just going to go straight into it. We ain't got time for faffing around. Um, Tell me what is your favorite drink? Oh, my favorite drink would probably have to be a really nice pint of beer. Yeah? Which yeah. beer? I like I like wheat beers. Yeah. And I like having them in my hand constantly. So I have something to do and something to be talking about. Fiddle with? Yeah, exactly. There we go. I hate beer. It tastes like piss to me. Oh, God, so, good. <laughs> um, so tell me a little bit about your relationship with alcohol. What does that look like for you? So... My relationship with alcohol kind of looks like I'm always that party guy who goes out and has a crowd of people around him. And I'm that nice guy even when I'm sober. But that little bit of alcohol brings me out a bit. And sometimes I think I can get too caught up in drinking because I become this extroverted, just social butterfly, which is already what I am. But it just makes me just that that much that a little bit more funnier, a little bit more excited, a little bit more happy, you know. Um gives you that energy, that buzz. Yeah, and it's nonstop and it just I mean, obviously it makes me feel good. It makes me feel good physically. Um mentally at the time it makes me feel good because then I have this like boost of confidence. Obviously it's like liquid confidence, right? Um but is that necessarily good for me? <laughs> <laughs> this is the question. Right. <laughs> Where would you say, so what's your relationship with alcohol? That's the positives. What's the negatives? So the positives would have to be all the friendships that I make. I mean, the conversations that I have, uh, the jokes and the banter that I'm having with people. Um, and I've made like some of the best relationships. Obviously, you know this, like on a night out with drinking and like friendships and relationships that I've had forever for years and up till now. Um, so in that sense, it's just breaking down those barriers and like being able to fully expose who I am and making other people feel comfortable. Cause I feel like if I'm a little bit better, then I can help them also be a little bit better when I'm out, you know? Yeah. Comfortable, social. Right. What are the negatives? So the negatives are, I, (laughs) I go overboard and I don't know when to say no. I don't know when to call it a night Um, because I'm that guy that wants to party nonstop. And for a while, I think it was like, because I wanted to like cover up stuff and, you know, but I think now it's just, now it's just a problem of me saying no. And then that leads to, I mean, doing irresponsible stuff, making the wrong decisions, (laughs) 
losing my phone. Um, I mean, we'll go but, more into that later. Yeah, right, right. And then, yeah, we'll go more into it later. But, but, you know, making these bad decisions and just, I don't know, then having to wake up the next day and then having to take accountability for what you've done. And oh, it's just, it, yeah. Would you say, so say on the spectrum of alcoholism, you've got just enjoys a little bit, binge drinker, addict, major alcoholic, number, what, where would you kind of put yourself on the alcohol spectrum? Which I'm making up here because there's no such thing as an alcohol. Well, yeah, I was going to say, that's actually, I mean, that's really good that you've, I like that, but that's really tough because I think on that spectrum, I would say, I'm I'm a casual drinker because I'll drink when I want to go out and when I'm around people, but I'm a little past that because I'll binge drink when I'm out. So I'm somewhere in between binge drinker and casual drinker. Yeah. But I don't think, I really don't believe I'm an addict. I, I'm more of an addict of the feeling and idea of when I'm out. Yeah, so sure, like you're have. addicted to the, the not the alcohol, but the environment. And the idea, yeah, yeah. That, what I get after that, what I get on a night out, that's what I'm pumped up for. That's What's what it gonna you be want, like, like the yeah. party. Um, okay, so what is the worst thing you've done in alcohol? <laughs> yeah. Um, the worst thing I've done on alcohol, they're... they're I, I did get into my bike crash here in Bali and that was that was a wake up call and it wasn't one it wasn't two but it was three <laughs> so but, can you just can, can you just tell me how you can crash your bike <laughs> three times and survive I know <laughs> I know and guys to be fair to be very fair to me I was drunk the first time and that was absolutely my fault. The second time I thought I was being responsible, I got on the back of someone who had also been drinking and then we got into a crush. And then the third time I got hit by a drunk driver. So it was all really, it was all alcohol related. But the fact that I survived and literally got up and was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> the fact that that kept happening, I was like, it's just got to be a sign from the universe that it's like, we want to like, be, I want to smack you because you're not listening. Um, but it's like not enough where it's like your lessons got to be learned by you. I mean, I learn, I get, I might, I learn my lessons by being smacked in the face by the universe over and over again. By being smacked up by, on the face by a road. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, so what in terms of, um, so when you, when you had three crashes, it was literally in three weeks, in the space of three or four weeks, right? Yeah. Um, and then you said recently that you lost your phone. So you were on a night out and you lost your phone. And that was what I wanted to get back to. So I then I lost my phone. Yeah, I lost my phone a few days ago. And I guess almost a week now. Um, and it's actually not the first time I've obviously lost my phone um, while, while I've been drinking. It's like the sixth. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, and I don't actually think I mean, that you know that. No, but, I don't. <laughs> but 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 this one, what this one was, it's just I actually like put it down. All the other times, I was like, I mean, I was out of my mind, completely wasted, and I think I just either I I don't really actually remember. Um, oh, but the third thing I wanted to say was one of the worst things I think I've done while I've been drinking is, and it's not that it's not actually the thing I did when I was drunk, it was the feeling after because I'd gotten so drunk with a friend in LA 
and I was trying to help her at the moment. Um, and you know who she is, but we're not going to like say names. <laughs> um, but it was the fact that I got home the next day and then I went to work and then I messaged her and I was like, Hey, I don't remember last night. Like, I'm so sorry what happened. And then no reply, but she had saw, she had seen the message and then like I'm following on Instagram and then like the no message back, even though I had like followed up. And then I was like, Oh my gosh, I must've done something so bad. So it was that aching feeling of feeling so sh- like shameful about it. Um, and then I did find out what I had done and it was, it was, a little bit it, 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 I was just a drunk mess and then just trying to find a taxi and needing someone to help me and so it was like both of our like we were both like you know drunk it was just me being an absolute mess so so you say about the feeling afterwards and the day after like what because the reason I to ask this is because I have my own issues with alcohol as you know mm-hmm. and I last year decided to quit alcohol. I've started drinking again, but again, it's not like a raging kind of got to drink it, get in my mouth now, fuck everything else. It's more like when I drink, I can't control myself. So when I do decide to drink every couple of weeks, every one month, I get blackout drunk and I probably end most of the nights not remembering it. Mm. Um, I'm lucky that I'm surrounded by really good friends and that I've got a good support network and I don't really do it that often anymore. But for me, the reason I stopped was because I couldn't deal with the aftermath. I couldn't deal with that anxiety. I couldn't deal with the shame. I couldn't deal with the not knowing what happened, what I'd said, you know, me drunk calling every Tom, Dick and Harry in my phone book. I got to a point where I was like, I can't deal with the alcohol blues anymore. It's not worth my sober time. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you, what's your opinion on that? How do you feel the days after? Do you recover quickly? What's, what's your situation? Well, I think that it is the aftermath is like, it's so much worse than the actual actions that have been done. It's just because like the shame and like the feelings of, you know, all, all those things that like the repercussions of all that, is so much more worse and then it lasts for you know however long it does but and like you say like I think that like you linger on to that idea for so much longer and you remember it for so much longer and you're like I don't want to go back to that but I literally four or five days after I've had I guess this huge kind of like bike accident accident, (laughs) losing my phone like making a fool out of myself and then I'm like oh whatever I'm ready to do it again. Um, do you get low? Do you get like? Do you get angry? Do you get anxious? Do you get like depressed? What What are you like afterwards? Or is it just like a case of you can go out, have a good time, get fucked up, and then you're fine, ready to go next? Again? The The hangovers for me immediately are the absolute worst. But when it comes to like my like my emotions and stuff, those aren't really affected. It's just like when I know I've done something pretty bad, that that's when I'm like, oh, like I shouldn't have done that. And then I go inside myself and I'm like, oh, God, why? But apart from that, like if I go out, I have a drink and then I'm hungover the next day. The day after, I'll be ready to go again because my emotions are total. I'm I've recovered. Um, God, you're so lucky. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but then but then it's like I get all of. I get all up in my feelings if something minor happens to the point where I'll shut myself off for four or five, six days and no one will see me. Yeah, you're going to that low state, mm-hmm. hey? Um, Okay, so tell me more about the scary side of drinking. I mean, more, it's hard with you, isn't it? Because you haven't really had much 
no no offense but like consequences mm. but have you been around other people have you seen other things like what are the scary sides of drinking well i've definitely seen them and i did when i had to go report my bike crash and everything the next day i had i was still a little bit almost i guess in a way tipsy or whatever i was just like really hungover but i had to go to the police station and talk to those people i don't know that whole thing was a bit weird um but no, all all the bad sides to it. Like I remember like growing up seeing my family, just my brothers literally taking bats to each other's cars and beating their whole entire cars in and then fighting. And obviously those can get seriously like violent. That can be really, really bad. Um, I mean, the consequences for me have been pretty mellow. I mean, it's to the point where everyone's kind of had that where, oh, I've lost my phone or I've gotten into a minor crash. Thank God it hasn't been anything like way more intense, but. And just for the listeners, you don't drunk drive anymore, do you, Jonathan? No, I do not. You do not because it's not only you at risk, it's other people on the road at risk. Um, So you're a very good boy (laughs) and you get on your grab cars here in Bali, aren't you? (laughs) Yeah, I get on my Gojeks and everyone's like, are you serious? You're not going to take your bike. I'm like, listen, I don't care how I look. I'm getting on the back. And I'm I'm not I'm not. I'm gonna that hold on to that Gojek driver for dear life. You know how many times that's happened. Yes. Um, okay, so just talking off the back of that, what are the pressures of drinking? Do you feel pressures from society, friends, family? Like, what are the pressures? Uh, the pressures would be it's just everyone our age in our, in our late twenties. Everyone our age i would say probably like 90 percent, if not more i don't want to use statistics <laughs> i might be drunk right now guys um but i mean at the the common denominator denominator <laughs> i mean <it's> just, <laughs> god with people at our age group is drinking alcohol i mean like we go do that i mean let's go for dinner and we'll have a few glasses of wine or let's go out and then we'll have a few glasses of wine or we'll go to the beach you know and then we'll have a few beers like just yeah everything because that's the that's just how our society is so that's the pressure i feel and i feel like if i'm not going to be drinking my night's not going to be fun i'm not going to have that banter what's the point of me even being out and Especially when I've held myself up to being such a fun drunk and everyone in Bali has seen it. (laughs) Then for me to go out and not be on that, it would be weird. But isn't that what I would say though? That sounds like it's part, you're creating the alcohol as part of your identity. And I I could be if when it comes to that. Well, and I say that because when I go out at night, if I'm not drinking, I'm not going to be the same Jay. But isn't that isn't that where the problem lays out? It is, but genuinely, if I go out without drinking, I'm not going to be. I'm not going to have that boost of like excitement because I'm just I'm just not because alcohol gets me excited. I take a shot and then it roars up my my blood pressure. I'm like there and I'm like wanting to do stuff and talk and like you know, and that's just not how I'm going to be if I'm not drinking. Do you not, do you ever want to get to a point where you, where you, because I feel like I could be wrong, but from my own experience, I had to learn how to still have that excitement and still have that joy and that fun energy. 
um, without the alcohol. Um, do you ever want to get to that point or are you just fine? Well, I, I definitely want to get to that point where I can go out and I can learn how to have a good time when I'm out and I'm not drinking. But will it be the same? No, because that's like saying you'll go to a party and you won't do, let's say, a certain drug with all the other partakers. Are you going to feel exactly like them? No, because alcohol, in a sense, is basically a drug. Yeah. So you're not sure. going to really feel that feeling just like how they are. But I think you can find a different kind of fun and a different kind of feeling in that sense. And that's what I need to find. Stop. I need to stop saying the only fun I can have is if I'm drinking. Yeah. But no, it's just a different type of fun. Yeah. I guess for, you know, for everyone else who's doing it, I can find a different type of fun. If I'm not drinking, it just needs that excitement. Where where is that at? Where is that to be? Where had? do you get that fun? Yeah, because we all feel it. We all get to that Friday night kind of feeling, and it's like you've had a hard working week. You've got loads of stuff done, and you just want to go out and have a treaty drink. And mm. um, and I totally understand that and that feeling of you just want to get a little bit buzz. You want to be a little bit fun. You want to be a bit social. But I feel like the problem is it never just is a cheeky little drink is it it's always not just for you but for me it always is eight million drinks later 6 a.m in the morning blackout drunk do you know what i mean i mean you're probably better than me but i suppose it's like how do you still have that friday night buzz feeling because that buzz feeling comes before you've even taken a sip of alcohol it's that oh i want to go mm -hmm. out or i want to be social mm -hmm. or i want to go chat to all these people that is already there. You just then follow it with the yeah. alcohol. Well, I think that, and yeah, and that like for us, is it ever going to be just that one drink? And I think we can definitely get to that. And here we are in our late twenties. At least we're having this conversation. Conversation. <laughs> conversation. <laughs> at least we're having that conversation where we can like actually discuss these things. And you know, because I've seen so many people in their early thirties, mid thirties, even. And yeah, I mean, I mean, fifty-year-old, sixty-year-old. I mean, no offense, but look at my dad. And I'm like, I and they don't even. I mean, at, you know, at least we're having this conversation, and we can talk about this, and we can try and discuss how how can we maneuver in that way to get to that point where it will just be a few drinks, and I will be fine, and I'll go home, and I'll have a you know, and I'll sleep, and then I won't feel that crap like next day, the next day. Yeah, definitely. Um, do you, I want to go back onto that, like what you're saying there about learning to stop, but tell me more about like numbing and alcohol. Do you, cause I know you very well, but just more for the list, people listening mm. or three people listening, probably. <laughs> <laughs> we love you three. We love you three. <laughs> you, um, and, you and me included. <laughs> <laughs> Pascal will probably be the set third one. <laughs> Hey, Pascal. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's we. I think the difficult part is in our mid 20s, is I feel like in your early 20s, you're just having fun. In your mid 20s, then you kind of start to realize that you're using alcohol in the wrong way. It's mm. as a numbing tool, it's to kind of distract yourself, numbing those kind of things, and to hide from your own issues and your own trauma that comes up, right? And, and then what I find like me and you are in right now, which could be completely, absolutely wrong. Sorry if I'm talking for you, but is that we've gone through the whole, okay, we drink to numb, we drink for our traumas and we've worked through them and we've healed and we've got over that process. And so now 
it's a kind of new stage of drinking for us where it's almost like I had the the absenteeism, is that the right? Absent? Not the alcohol, I'm talking about the um. time that you don't drink. Absent. <laughs> <laughs> and you say you're not going to edit this. <laughs> anyway, I had that space of time where I didn't drink for like six months. Yeah. And, and then I did a lot of healing. But now when I drink, it's purely just to have a good time. And so I'm not drinking to distract or numb myself. I'm drinking to have a good time, to enjoy it with my friends. But the problem is, is that I'm still going into that pattern of behavior. So I'm still getting too, doing too many tequila shots. And I get to the end of the night and I've blacked out. So even now I'm not trying to cover up or numb anything or distract myself. I still can't get to a point where I'm just only drinking a couple of glasses of wine. The only thing that stops me from drinking more wine is going to have sex. Literally, that's yeah. it. There's nothing else that will stop me drinking another glass or having another tequila shot. Like, what's your opinion on it now that you're not numbing and distracting yourself? yeah what's your kind of opinion on it so one well, you're absolutely right about that by the way like like we say like before we were drinking to like fill that void to like be numb like where we could escape to our minds could go blank we don't have to worry and think and you know over exaggerate in our heads what's actually happening and so and yeah we've stopped doing that and i've stopped doing that and so i think what it really is is that although out of all those years of, of us masking and numbing and drinking to obliteration, really, like yeah. um, that our bodies are still very used to consuming the amount of alcohol that we were used to. So just because your mindset has changed, like mentally, that's, that's not, that's not going to affect the way that your body feels towards it. And and I and I really don't want to keep comparing it to like drugs, but alcohol I really do see sometimes is a, a drug. It's a chemical that changes your imbalance. You oh, know? And, but I think alcohol is the most dangerous drug yeah. there is. Maybe uh, not heroin, but right. like I feel like alcohol is way more damaging for you than cocaine or MDMA. Yeah, exactly. So think about someone who has been addicted to let's let's say heroin, yeah. and they've been doing it for so long. But then they finally get the help that they need and they find a, a healthy headspace and they're back on track. Physically, their body's not going to, you know what I mean? It's like physically the body's going to need, it's going to need that. It's going to, so although it's like when it comes to drinking, although we're not filling any void, we'll go out and we'll take one, two shots. Those are not going to do anything to us. And we're, we're, we're wanting oh, that buzz. To me, I'm like, oh, well, yeah. A yeah, sip of alcohol, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, well, but it's like I think the body remembers, and yeah. I think that it craves, and I think that it, it, it almost in a way like needs it. So I think that yeah, no, not numbing it anymore, and I'm really going out to just have a really good time. But what's been like the 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 turning point is that like okay, the bike crashes, and then I haven't had a crash in a while. But then the losing my phone, I haven't done that in years. I was like. That was like way behind me, and that is not cute to do in your when you're 27. Yeah. So I think as well, isn't it? It's like we're gonna have to learn how to not get to that point where we're having a crash or we're losing our phone or like for me getting blackout drunk where you need to put me in a taxi. Like it's 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 how do we learn that? And I think everyone's different, isn't it? For me, it's just not drinking. Um, but for you, it may be. Like you say, you're now getting the the go jacks and the, and making sure you're in a car. Maybe it's now like 
I don't know. I don't know what that looks like for you. Yeah. Well, I think it would be now trying to keep up with everyone else because I have seen that a lot of people here are trying to get as fucked up. I mean, they're, they're just getting as fucked up as I am. Mm. Like, it's not just me. So, but does that make it any better? No, because that person's not me. <laughs> and I want to be, you know, like what we say, like we want to be, we've got a healthy mindset and we want to be, you know, healthy all, all together. But. Yeah. Tell me about like, so for example, I know we're all in Corona, we're all in um, 2020 lockdown. So everyone's getting a little bit bored. Everyone's going to drink more, that's for sure. Um, and go out and have fun when they can. Mm. But tell me more about your passion. Oh my gosh. Okay, so my passion. And how does that relate to alcohol? Tell me. Okay, so my passion is my photography. And that's something old and new that's come back to me. Um so yeah, my passion is my photography and I love doing it. Which you're so good at. Check out Jay at Johnny's Manifest at Johnny's Manifesto. Thank God, you. I've done that wrong. At <laughs> Johnny's Manifesto. Yeah, or manifesto.com. Don't forget to like. And share. And subscribe. <laughs> I'm loving all this airtime. <laughs> Um, look right in <laughs> right and it is my passion and it is really what apart from you what gets me up in the morning what I'm excited about <laughs> what am I excited about doing and just exploring and uh, getting to build upon because I'm here now making my career in the making I can see now what my future is going to look like I can see what's going to be happening so it's like I pick up my camera and like I just shoot and I've been shooting picked up my film camera in March. That's the medium that I'd like to work with is film. Um, and it just, it makes me excited more than anything else that I've ever felt. So for example, um, you say that you've got the love for the party and the love for going out. Um, but if you had a really important shoot the next day, is your the photography work more important? Oh, 110%. And, you, and you've seen that. Yeah. And I know if I have even photos to edit, and you've seen I've lost sleep over just getting photos back. Yeah. But if I have photos to edit and I need to um, do a shoot the next day, or even if I need to create a mood board, I will not go out. I will not go out the night before. I may maybe have a glass of wine, but I will not go out. Like, so would you say it's almost like, the relationship with alcohol and party and really depends on the other passions in your life the alcohol and the partying definitely depends on how much free time i'm having at the moment and like what and and what it is i'm focused on and that's and that's fluctuated for a while because it's so much easier for me to go back into my old self because that feels comfortable and then just to forget about everything else and to just party but now that i have this new life that I've set up for myself. I'm, tr I'm trying to prioritize that and put that in, you know, the front over and over again. I have to really be like conscious about it every day. I'm like, I need to stay on track. Focus, focus, yeah. prioritize, be inspired. Remember, 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 you know, remember who you were before and remember what you asked for because now you've got it. And what are you prioritizing? So when I do, when I am really busy for a week, I, w I won't go out 
but when I have nothing to do, it's like, it's almost that boredom that like drives me. I'm like, oh, there's nothing else to do. So, so yeah, no, I get that. Um, okay. So are you an angel or devil of alcohol? <laughs> That's a hard one. Uh, it's a difficult. It's a, yeah, especially with me though. Cause I was going to say, because I become so much more emotional and show my love so much more when I've been drinking. But I'll also be like a little scrappy bitch when I'm drunk. <laughs> so you know what I mean. That that when I'm not when it. So it's like some. It's like all my emotions, regardless of their if it's aggression or if it's happiness, they come out when I'm drunk. So I can be the angel or the devil yeah. or demon. Um, but when I'm sober, I mean I'm just always that angel. <laughs> you are. You're that like little bright shining light. And um, okay, that's pretty much wrapped it up. Um, I just want to say a few things. Um, what we're discussing today isn't necessarily. Um, we see alcohol and alcoholism as a massive, huge thing, but I feel like a lot of us are just trying to, like Jay says, maneuver and navigate. Oh my god, don't move. <laughs> <laughs> maneuver and navigate our relationship with alcohol so it may not necessarily be it's the it's the worst thing that's ever happened to me I need to be teetotal but it is also trying to do better at it or have more time periods without it or focus on something else that's more important um and so yeah that's pretty much it this is our first podcast wrap the first last Last, <laughs> want to do a little last question game with you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just three do. questions. Best thing about being twenty-seven, Jay? Um, being able to being finally treated like an adult and calling my own decisions, making my own. Could you not do that in your early twenties? Not so much, and no one looked at me as an actual adult. No one actually really talked to me like an adult. Not even when I was twenty-five. But when, but this when I turned twenty-seven. Um, pay everyone paid attention and so, um, Natalie Ann Cutler told me that actually she was like when you turn that certain age it's, it's gonna like, be like boom mm-hmm. love Nat hey Nat hey Nat <laughs> awful person um, <laughs> <laughs> biggest fear my biggest fear yeah well, my biggest fear is probably losing you <laughs> oh my god <laughs> sorry <laughs> I was like, shit, should I just say, like, I'm being out in the middle of the ocean? But it, I didn't know how real I should get. Okay, well, thanks for being honest. Oh, God, I, my biggest fear is losing you. Really? Oh, God, it makes me feel sick. Anyway, <laughs> let's not go on about how much we love each other. Um, best sex position. God, you know I'm vanilla. Ah! Um, <laughs> just I, like me, sunshine. <laughs> I like I like I know I know I like being really passionate so I like sideways where I can turn the person's face over and look at them while we sideways what do you mean we're just both on our side oh like from behind you can even put like a leg around them but I want to be able to see them okay Okay, great. <laughs> you have to tell me how to work that one out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> okay, well, thank you, Jay Jackson. I love you. Um, and thanks for the podcast today. Yeah, um, and yeah, thanks everyone. The next podcast is going to be out next week, I think on Wednesday. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank All right, you. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. If you liked or hated that episode, please subscribe, rate and review it on all your podcast channels. You can find me on Instagram at Amy Mansono. You can't find me on Facebook or you can email me at amy at quarterlifecrazy.com. Enjoy. Enjoy.